Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of She Laughs. This is your girl Crystal, and of course I got my co-host here. Hello everybody, this is T. So we want to thank y'all all for tuning in, um, and just thank you for following our She Laughs page on Facebook. Thank you for tuning into the podcast. We've had a couple of episodes now, and we've been getting some good feedback. With that being said, I'm going to go ahead and jump into the topic that we're going to be talking about this time. Uh, So this episode, we're going to just be talking about fasting. And so before I um, delve too much further in, I'm just going to give you the definition about what fasting is for some of you who do not know what it is. So fasting is a willing abstinence or reduction from some or all food, drink, or both for a period of time. An absolute fast or dry fasting is normally defined as abstinence from all food and liquid for a defined period, usually a period of 24 hours or a number of days. Um, And once again, we're going to be talking about fasting. So I'm going to turn it over to T real quick. Uh, So T. Um, So when it comes to fasting, I know a lot of people usually don't do it because they really aren't ready to commit that sacrifice or they really don't understand exactly what it means to fast. Um, A lot of times, depending on um, if you're a member of a church, most churches will have a um, united fast and they usually will will give a list of things that you're going to fast from. So usually most of the time people associate fasting with food, but um, food and drink is not the only thing that you can fast from. The point is really to, first off, the point is for it to be a sacrifice. So fasting from something that you really don't do on a regular basis really is a moot point. Um, So you can fast from things like social media. You can fast from um being on your phone period you can fast from shopping you can fast from watching television you can fast from I mean anything that you typically and normally do on a very very regular basis um, that is the point of the fasting but we know in biblical times old and new testament they mainly fasted from food Um, you can fast as long as an hour a day You can fast for a few hours in a day. You can fast for a few days. The most famous fast is the Daniel fast. Um, And that deals with certain types of foods. Um, Or is it food altogether? I can't remember. I I think it's certain types of foods um, that you would not eat for a period of 21 days. Yes, 21 days. Um, And then the next famous fast we know of is um, when Jesus fasted um, um, for 40 days. And that was food totally. Um, He went 40 days and nights without eating anything. So um, a lot of people won't do that, like I said, because they're really not ready for that dedication. And um, a lot of people do fast, and they fast for the wrong reasons. Um, What you don't want to be doing is fasting because you think, number one, it's what Christians are supposed to do. 
there's nothing in the Bible that states Christians are supposed to fast. The Bible um, just tells you the importance of it, fasting and prayer. You got to throw the prayer in there. Um, They're linked together often. You would rarely see fasting by itself. You will always see fasting and prayer um, in the Bible together. Um, And usually um, the point of fasting and prayer together is mainly to have a closeness back with God. Um, Anytime you get in those situations where you feel like you're not hearing his voice, Um, you feel somewhat of a separation, that's definitely key to where you need to go back into your fasting and praying. Now, some people, unfortunately, use fasting and praying as a genie in a bottle type situation where (laughs) where (laughs) I want God to do this for me, so I'm going to go on a fast about it. No, that's not what you're supposed to do. He's not a genie in the bottle. You're using it incorrectly and wrong. And I'm pretty sure you're not going to get any results from it. Um, also, what you don't want to be doing is so stuck on the tradition of fasting that you're so focused on the fast itself. Um, like the not eating. Oh, you know, I'm trying to lose weight. What? <laughs> That's not the purpose. And I, and I say that, and a lot of people don't realize that they're doing that. I say that because um, I had an instance where I was fasting from certain foods that I love to eat a lot. And something happened, and throughout the course of my day, just having a normal day, not paying attention, I accidentally ate the food. And I felt so bad that I ate it that I was ready to quit the fast. And I literally heard... The Holy Spirit say, so it's only about the food or was the point for you to be hearing me, which you're hearing me right now. And I was like, oh, I'm sorry. (laughs) 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 My bad. Let me let me repent from, you know, not making sure I'm staying in tune with you all day to remind myself of the commitment that I made and then redo this again tomorrow. So, like I said, it's not the focus is not to not eat something in particular. Um it, it's it's really what is what you have to really ask yourself the honest question of what am I fasting for? And like I said, the Bible they always use it for the purpose of um sanctification for getting back in tune with God for getting that closeness back it's it's kind of a relationship check Mm -hmm. let me make sure that we are okay let me make sure that we are in sync let me make sure that I'm hearing you now like I said the times that you're not hearing his voice usually are difficult times sometimes when a decision does need to be made or you do want him to make a move in your life you can fast during those times wanting him to make a move but you are more focused on the oneness that you need to have in order for the move to be made not just the move itself or whatever move you you know or direction you want to go it's usually i know for myself which i'm on a fast right now for 21 days is i'm at a crossroads where decisions need to be made and I do not know which direction to go. So I need to make sure that I'm in the place where I'm supposed to so that I'm making the correct decisions. I'm not doing this so he can, so that he can make a certain direction that I want. 
I want to make sure that I'm hearing him properly so that I am doing what I'm supposed to do and it ain't got nothing to do with what I want to do. Because I already know what I want to do. What I want to do is irrelevant. I need to make sure I'm doing what I'm supposed to do. So, um, and I'm really surprised nowadays a lot of people don't fast. Um, And it is important to do. And then if they do fast, they'll do something. I think I heard somebody say, oh, well, then I'll just uh, skip lunch. No, that's not. And then, not, again, not knocking it really because I had a, a point in my life where I fasted and I skipped lunch, but I spent that whole lunch hour in prayer and reading my Bible, which you need to do that as well in conjunction too. So, um, you, yes, you know, it needs to be fasting, prayer, being in your Bible, um, which is the word. So, that whole well i'll just do this if if you already know that you're making it minuscule then you're not doing it with a good intentions and that again that doesn't mean you have to whole have to have a whole laundry list of things you're fasting from i'm fasting from alcohol um the first few days of my fast the first day of my fast i actually fasted for 10 hours food altogether. Um, the next day I was led to, um, not necessarily fast from food. I think the next day he told me to do social media. So I did social media for like 10 hours. And then on day three, he didn't say anything. So I, I'm sticking to the no alcohol, but I'm still reading my Bible. Like I'm so to. I'm still having my prayer time. I have my praise and worship time where I just listen to, um, praise and worship music. Um, in particular, um, I can't even think of the name of the type of music it is. It's called, um, oh my gosh, I hate when that happens. It's literally right there at the top of my brain, the type of music. It's meditation music, but it's another word for it. Um, do you know the word I'm looking for, Crystal? It's, it's, um, it's gonna, this is going to drive me nuts, but I'll be able to come back to it before we end this this podcast (laughs) but yes it's that type of music that just puts you in a mindset of worship um and there are a few artists that i prefer um the main person i always go to her name is psalmist rain i listen to her um i like to listen to tasha cobb sometimes because there are certain songs that she has that are truly just worship songs which i we will definitely have an episode where we discuss the difference between praise and worship um most of the time if you are a tasha cops fan you know all of her praise songs they're typically up tempo very happy um not to say none of them are deep but usually worship is it's uh the it's more repetitive the the encounter is 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 a bit different um i also have um uh, Tina Campbell's first album is all really um, worship songs. Uh, quite a few. Um, uh, Anita Wilson has quite a few worship songs. So I mainly um, have a playlist 
of those songs in particular, just worship songs that I will listen to and sing to and be in meditation with and have a moment where I'm quiet. So um, that's just important to do, period. But it's definitely something I purposely focus on and make sure I do during times of fasting. And um, you definitely want to make sure you are dedicating a, a time for that because just doing it on a whim is not going to work. Um, your day can get busy, especially if you are a commuter, if you commute to work and if you commute home, you're thinking of, I got to wake up at this time. Then I have 10 minutes to get ready and I got to be out the door. Um, which is fine. You could always use your commute ride as your praise time. I mean, your worship time, but most of the time you're more focused and concentrating on the road um (laughs) rather than what you're supposed to be doing though i would rather listen to praise and worship music in commute because it helps my mindset and not to be so irritated and angry um with the drivers (laughs) but you definitely have to dedicate a time where you do it so even if it is taking your lunch break somewhere quiet for the 15 30 minutes or to an hour that you have even if you have to sit in your car and nibble on your lunch and listen to that and have your your quiet time is what you definitely have to do but it's a important component when you're doing fasting and and prayer so i agree with um t i have just recently come off of a 30-day fast Um, where I fasted from a multitude of things and it was food, but it was more so like, um, alcohol, sodas, things like that. But for me, it was social media. Um, especially because we live in a day and age where social media is so readily available. And I found myself always, um, reaching for my phone and things like that. And so it goes back to when you're fasting, it doesn't have to be food or anything like that, but anything that you are willing to sacrifice that you're like, okay, Lord, this is going to be a struggle for me to do it, but I'm willing to do it because your relationship and my relationship together is that much more important. And I am, it's almost like a desperate cry for help. Um, I'll be honest up until a couple of years ago, I had never fasted before. And then finally, I was like, you know what, I'm going to try fasting because there were some decisions that I needed to make in my life. And I was like, Lord, I I can't go to anyone else. I can't go to family. I can't go to friends. Um, no professionals. I, I literally need to hear from you because I felt like I was going to go crazy. And so because of that, I was like, let me try fasting. And I fasted from social media, did not realize how addicted I was to social media and things like that until I fasted. Because it was like I was constantly picking up my phone and I started to notice how many times in a day that I would pick up my phone and I was like, man, I'm really disconnected, um, not just with you, Lord, but with life, Mm -hmm. Um, with how many times I'm picking up my phone and and trying to see and engage 
with people who I probably will never meet. Um, <laughs> following up on them, you know, all of us with keeping up with the Kardashians or what is it, the main event with Gucci and K.O.R.'s new, all of this stuff. People, people we don't never meet, but we want to keep track of them, but we don't want to keep track of our own lives and where God is leading us. Um, and so I felt like fasting is something that is definitely needed, especially in times that you're needing to hear a request, but also as T was talking about, sometimes just to check in and be like, Lord, I just, I just want to be close to you. Um, I, sometimes I feel like we come to him with all of, uh, our needs and our concerns, but sometimes he just wants us to come to him and say, you know what? I really just need to spend some time with you. Um, and that's important is, I mean, I look at him as not just my father, but my best friend. Um, and when I think about my best friends, like T is, is my sister, my best friend, um, my best friend, April, my best friend, Nikki, when I think about them, you know, I, I don't always go to them just because I need something. Sometimes I just like, I really just enjoy their company. Um, and sometimes we forget that he's our father and our provider, but he's also our friend too. And he wants to be so engaged in our lives and just enjoy our company. And one of, while T Tanisha was talking about praise songs, one of my favorite worship songs is actually from Bethel music and it's called a little while longer. Um, and in part of the song, she says, you know, he's, is basically God speaking to us. And he was like, can you just stay in this space with me just a little while longer? Everything else can just wait just another minute. And when I thought about that, I was like, you know what? You're absolutely right. Things can wait just another minute. Sometimes I just need to quiet everything else that's going around me, shut everything else down and just spend a couple of moments, Father, with you so I can get clear direction. Because when it boils down to it, this life is not mine. I do not own my life. I did not give me life. I did not give me myself food, shelter, none of that. Um, everything that I have is literally because of his grace and mercy because he's looked out and because I want to continue with my life and, and moving in the right direction, because bottom line is without him is, is all going to go to the wayside anyway. Mm -hmm. Okay. So I'm constantly seeking and asking him for guidance. And that means not only just fasting and, and praying, but being in your word, because that literally is his, him speaking to you. He already gave you a manual. And so one of the things I hate is when some people have told me, hey, I fasted and then God told me this. And I'm like, but that's in direct conflict with what's in the Bible. Like, did you read your word at all while you was going through this? Well, he told me, no, sometimes you got to be careful because the enemy has tactics too. Okay, even when God was fasting for 40 days and 40 nights, the enemy came to him every single day, tempting him and telling him different things. So if you are not in your word to combat, because let's be honest, we are in a battlefield. We're on battleground. There is a war going on all around us for our souls, but mainly we win it in our minds. So if you're not able to discern when God is speaking to you and when Satan is trying to interject at the same time and be able to respond like Jesus did while he was in the wilderness, combating him with the word, with scripture saying, no, thus says the Lord this, no, thus said the Lord, you are a liar and stuff and casting things down so that you can see clearly what your way should be, which route you should go. Um, those are the things that you need to do while fasting. Um, I would say it is one of the best 
um, tactics against the enemy that you could ever come against. It is like, Lord, I've been feeling beat down, worn out. I am tired. And so now I am taking the gloves off. I'm not holding anything back. Satan, you do what you may, but let me go and get real close to my father right now because when I come out, you're going to wish that you had killed me. So um, just be mindful of that. And I say stay prayed up, but also literally take fasting seriously because sometimes the things that you thought God was telling you, you come out on the other side. I know what this last fast. After 30 days, I came out on the other side and I was like, well, didn't see that coming at all. <laughs> and, uh, you know, sometimes he he will tell you, you know what? I changed my mind. We're going to do it this way. Okay. Um, I think a lot of people at times, I know for myself, we get caught up in, well, God said this. And he did. He said certain things and stuff. And then you're fasting and you're praying and you're in your word. And he changes his mind. I never knew that God could change his mind. I know, right? It's like, what do you mean God changes his mind? He changes his mind. Um, He's like, you know what? This didn't come in alignment. This didn't come in alignment. So I'm about to do this. I'm about to do a new thing. I know this is what the plan was at first. Because, see, here's the thing. The outcome will still be the same. But the route may change. So be prepared when you go to be open to whatever he is trying to tell you and have your spirit be willing to receive it. Because it may be that the way that you thought things were supposed to go or the vision that he originally had planned for you, it's going to come about, but it's going to come about in a different way. He's switching things up because like my brother Blue (laughs) said, I was like, I feel like I'm in... A storm and he said the thing about the storms especially tornadoes is everything around you can be going crazy but in the eye of that tornado it is calm and you need to stay there because the moment you step out of that eye (laughs) and so that's what happens is he literally has us in the center in the eye of the storm where it's calm it's peaceful you're safe and all around us he is moving things and rearranging things And it's like one way, one day things could be going to the left, but then in the middle of that prayer, he's like, you know what? I'm going to I'm going to switch it up. I'm going to go this way. So stay prayed up, stay, stay mindful, stay open, stay receptive. I'm going to touch on really quickly. Um, Crystal mentioning a lot of people don't realize that God can change his mind. The reason why we don't, um, realize that is because we already know that he is um, we already know that him making us he knows the decisions that we will make before we make them we take that for granted a lot a lot of times we use that as an excuse of the things that happen to us well God knew it was going to happen so he made it happen that way no That is not the case. It is incorrect. I often find myself having to correct people when they say it like that. Um, Because you're making it seem as if the way you went about it is how God wanted you to go. No. He had a way for you to go. You chose to do otherwise. He knew you would do otherwise. But he still, as gracious as he is, gave you the opportunity to make a better choice. So yes, God can change his mind. 
absolute he, he he can change his mind but like i said we use that as well you know he knew it was gonna happen because he knows me so he no 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 yes he knew it was gonna happen yes he knows you but he still allowed for you to make the choice and make a better one at that to do something when you think of the kings of the Bible, a lot of them were anointed. A lot of them were anointed and then removed. <laughs> and an, and another person was anointed in their place. So, yes, God knew <laughs> before anointing Saul, Saul was not going to be king for long. But I'm going to give you the opportunity to do better to do better and you have the opportunity to and uh, we we forget that and that's what makes him so amazing that we get the opportunity to do better when really we shouldn't get the opportunity to do nothing (laughs) with our wicked selves we should not have the opportunity to do anything but he gives you the opportunity to do better and it's not even a hidden better it's literally right there right there he makes it plain but the problem is we usually don't like how it comes we don't like the packaging it's in because we already have in our mind how it's supposed to be done so that's normally the problem when it comes to that so yeah god can most definitely change his mind the question is will you follow and get out of your feelings because usually he changes his sometimes he will change his mind just to see if you're going to make the quick left sometimes he changes his mind because of people around you who are getting out of alignment themselves and he knows there's a certain direction i need you to go you know what they're not gonna work with me no more let me put you over here so it's it's either it's always for your good either way Sometimes it's a test. Sometimes it's protection. The point is, are you going to make the quick left? (laughs) I changed my mind. Go this way. I mean, I I had to tell somebody this recently. Look at the Israelites. Do you know how many times they went? I mean, if it really wasn't until I read, and I don't even remember the Bible that I read, that had the map in it that actually showed the distance between (laughs) when they first left Pharaoh's rule to the promised land they were supposed to go and it showed typically walking they could have gotten there within days they could have gotten there within days if they walk straight now with the stopping and the resting we'll give them a few weeks maybe even a month but they were out there for 40 years not because it would have taken 40 years to get there because god would say go here you know what never mind go there you know what go back to where i told you to go you know what just stay here for a minute because I, I'm trying to help you. Just stay here. All right, go back where I told you. Now go all the way over there in the corner. Now come back. <laughs> A lot of time, most of that was, again, for their protection. Some of that was out of their own disobedience. And then some of that was because of those that they were following the rule that they were under at the time. But it was not supposed to take 
40 years. They could have got there way sooner than that. But the point is, are you going to make the quick left? So back to fasting. Another thing I wanted to say was when you are fasting, it is not about being a showboat. It is not about being the most Christian-y Christian that is um, sanctified, Holy Ghost filled. I just love the Lord. We sup together every day. I get text messages from him and he be in my DMs. That's not, that is not what that is about. You are not supposed to actually and I'm going to read, I'm going to read the scripture to you. The Bible really tells you that you're supposed to fast with humility. Yeah. If anything, the only person that's supposed to know that you're fasting is you and the Lord. That is it. I mean, there is a scripture. This, this scripture literally tells you how not to look while you fasting. <laughs> I'm going to read it to you because it, it really does. I prefer um, when I'm in my word, I go back and forth between um, New King James Version and the Message Version because I love the Message Version of the Bible because it is short. Well, not short. It is to the point and it is direct. And sometimes it will outright say, look, fool. <laughs> that is not what you're supposed to do. So that is why I like the message version. So this is the version that I'm reading. And it's Matthew um, chapter 6, verses 16 through 18. Again, the message version. It says, when you practice some appetite-denying discipline to better concentrate on God, don't make production out of it. It might turn you into a small-time celebrity, but it won't make you a saint. If you go into training inwardly, act normal outwardly. Shampoo and comb your hair, brush your teeth, wash your face. God doesn't require attention-getting devices. He won't overlook what you're doing. He'll reward you well. So that's the message version to the point. Comb your hair, brush your teeth. Wash your face. Take care of yourself. So I'm going to read the New King King James version of that. And it says, Moreover, when you fast, do not be like the hypocrites with a sad countenance. For this disfigure, sorry, for they disfigure their faces that they may appear to men to be fasting. Assuredly, I say to you, they have their reward. But you, when you fast, anoint your head and wash your face so that you do not appear to men to be fasting. But to your father who is in the secret place and your father who sees in secret will reward you openly. Same thing, but the message version is you ain't got to guess and wonder what that word means. Same thing. This is not about how you look. You're not fasting to look holy or holier than thou. And it clearly says that God will reward you openly, but he sees you in secret. So if he sees you in secret, that means you ain't supposed to be telling people, ooh, ooh, uh uh-uh, I'm fasting. I didn't ask you, but okay. God bless you. (laughs) It's different if you have a close-knit group and let's say they offer you some food and you aren't eating 
and you let them know I'm fasting from that. But thank you. But if that, you, you just tell everybody I'm fasting, well, n- no one needs no one needs to know that. <laughs> no one needs to know that at all. That that's not the purpose of this. So really, honestly, you really have to be honest with yourself. What are you fasting for? And then again, remember, fast, prayer, read your word. That is the purpose. Sometimes you will get the answer you want. Sometimes you won't get an answer at all. That's another thing. (laughs) Be prepared. You may not get an answer. God may not want you to know what you're supposed to do at that moment. He'll tell you when he's ready. The purpose of you fasting was connection and connection only. So I, I remember first time I fasted, I didn't hear nothing. And I was like, <laughs> what did I do that for? <laughs> and he said, I'm, uh, I'm not enough. That is literally what I heard. I'm not enough. So, yeah, I had to check myself. And I actually went on a whole other fast after that because I realized I was doing that one for the wrong reasons. Again, because I wanted to hear something in particular that I wanted to hear. And that's not what fasting is about. So, again, it can be food. It can be drink. um, It can be activities. It could be people. Um, You can even fast from sex. The Bible says that you can. Um, Even to married couples, if course it says that you need to have a discussion about it first as a married couple and then you can fast because actually the bible says that's the only reason why you should not be having sex if you're married as if you all are fasting and praying that's another topic (laughs) (laughs) we'll marry people later but yes fasting is is definitely important it's not the end all be all it is not a requirement but it is a powerful powerful weapon and tool and if you use it properly it only betters you in the end so i definitely encourage everyone after hearing this decide to go on a fast everyone can fast everyone it does not matter and number one thing we always say be honest with yourself what are you fasting for? And if you have no clue what to fast from, be in prayer about that. He will tell you exactly what your vices are or what he wants you to stop doing in particular. So fast, pray, and be in your word. I agree with everything T said. So um, stay prayed up. We're definitely praying for you here. As always, um, be honest and be open um, and willing to have the conversations um, that are needed to be had um, to better not only your life, but better your relationship with with God. Um, On that note, I am going to say Sara Nara. Uh, (laughs) And until next time, uh, you can find me on Facebook at Charmaine's Confessions. Uh, You can also find me on Facebook at Charmaine Kearse on Instagram or at Charmaine's Confessions and you can find me on Snapchat at Unicorn Dynasty. T, where can they find you? All right, everybody, you can find me um, on Facebook, Tanisha Williams. On Instagram, <clears throat> I am Mrs. Travolta Does Hair. 
Then I also have my business sites, uh, TJW Salon Studio on Facebook and Instagram as well. And if you have any questions, you can definitely email us at she laughs at Charmaine's Confessions.com. Um, or you can inbox us on our Facebook page, She Laughs. Uh, you can also subscribe to the radio station's uh, page called Ill Communication Studios um, and send us messages. Uh, we love to hear from you. And if you also, not just questions, but if you have prayer requests or anything like that, specific particular topic that you want us to discuss feel free to send that to us as well as always until next time we love you and stay blessed